Hello, you've reached the Mouse and Weens podcast. This is episode 73 of season three. Today, we're going to be talking about the coronavirus. Everybody is. We are also talking about Weens' trip to Costa Rica, and we'll give you a cool itinerary of what she did while she was there amidst this outbreak and kind of our feelings and thoughts on the whole thing. Plus, me at home doing all the homeschooling stuff and I don't know, just the sense of uh, no control that we're all feeling. And uh, there are some tears shed, there's lots of laughs, and there's even a birthday song at the end because today happens to be mine and my mom's birthday, our mom's birthday. So Weens wrote us a really cute song. It's at the very end and it's the best. So hope you enjoy it. Uh, Go to mouseandweens.com for all the show notes. And here we go. Hey! Oh my gosh, Weens! It feels so good to be back. We're back. We're back. This is Mouse and Weens. I am Mouse. I'm the mom down in San Diego with the kids homeschooling currently and a wow. husband who's working from home and we're all up in each other's grills. How about you? I am in no one's grill. I'm at home. <laughs> I'm the single one in Los Angeles and I'm currently residing with my cat in my apartment, which is great. Yes. I love it. Are you loving it? I, I kind of hate to say but i I i'm a isolator and i dig this because i just wrote a song today (laughs) and i've been and then i listened to the great gatsby audiobook actually throughout the night so i can't really say that i actually so listen to all of it except i had dreams about little like men like sexy (laughs) dreams with men in pantaloons (laughs) i really did and like straw hats really that's yeah. crazy. Why Why? Uh, Great Gatsby? What What inspired you? Because I haven't read it oh, ever. Really? Okay. And I know some people would be very upset about it. But oh. you know what? I, hey, screw you guys. But uh, <laughs> just kidding. I love you. <laughs> I have never read The Great Gatsby. Have you? Uh, yeah, I did. But I'm trying to... I mean, I saw the movie recently-ish. And then the book was way back when. But I can't yeah. remember character names. Or, I mean, I remember the story, I guess. But... Were you feeling uh, like peer pressured into reading it or something? No, I just I have time, so I want to read all the hits, the classics. You know, that I, I like haven't it. read. Good, yeah. You could read Kill, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Toby just read it for I ninth grade. The movie. Oh, Let okay. me give you the first line. Okay. Everybody out there, right. what's the first line? Uh, they call me Ahab. Hmm. What? Hmm. Look at you. That's some high stuff. Oh, oh. Uh, Oh, no, that's not it. Old man, the sea? Moby Dick. No, my name is Ishmael. Oh. They call me Ishmael. (laughs) Oh, God. Wrong. Wrong Arab name. Oh, no. (laughs) You can't put the... Oh, what a dipshit. Okay, it brings us back to... Yeah, what were we talking about right before? Dork. Dork. We were saying... Definition. My friend berates me for adding dork into the the title uh, of many things, like Jason Sidorkas (laughs) and like Daniel Day Dorcas. (laughs) But... And I think it's funny. And then what did you say? This is the conversation we had before we started recording. Yeah, right before. I said, I think dork just means 
dick. I think it just is a... We were saying Dorcas and Ding Dong are our two favorite words. <laughs> Dorcas and Ding Dong. And then we were saying we should have a club. Hey, we're Dorcas and Ding Dong. <laughs> like if we change the whole... Then we were like, why are those really funny words? And what's the origin of dork? And you said, don't they just mean They both dick? mean penis. Yeah, it is. it is. It's true. Origin, English. Uh, 1960s, originally U.S., perhaps a variant of Dirk influenced by dick. That is uh, Google, what is this? Uh, not translation, Google definitions. So here we are talking about penises. And we thought All right, we but just can I just tell you? Thank you. On the, on the film set mm-hmm. uh, uh, several, a couple months ago, my favorite guy in the world, mm-hmm. he was saying that he was snorkeling with his family in Hawaii. And I said, don't you mean dorkling? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... I thought that was very funny. Can we talk about your... You thought it was funny, too. Can we talk about your favorite guy on the film set? No, we cannot. Anyway, so right now, people are going through it. So let's talk about that. Okay, no more jokes. I'm trying to be light. I'm in a lighter mood today, finally, because it's been a little rough, man. How... We have so much to talk about. Honestly... Okay, for our lovely viewers out there, thank you so much for being here and listening. Listeners. We have not spoken, really. Right? I mean, no. you got back a few days ago. We've texted a tiny bit, spoken a little bit. We didn't talk for quite a while, kind of since this whole outbreak started. And yeah, so let's do some catch up. You, where were you? Just Costa Rica. Right. So I posted so a couple I left things the country on. country at uh, not the best time in the world, but you know, yeah. you do what you do. I so. know. You had this it, trip planned with a couple girlfriends, and it was kind of to celebrate the end of your shooting the rookie, and you knew the rookie. everything wrapped up, and you could take off, and you did, but it was kind of right when everything was starting up in L.A., so what was what was the scene like? The scene was that, you know, a couple of my diehard friends who are very into the news and smart people <laughs> they were like don't go it's a terrible time it's about to break and you're gonna possibly get stuck in another country with no health care if something does happen mm-hmm. it's uh and then i being sometimes not so smart said no one's gonna tell me i'm not gonna go on this vacation <laughs> i'm going but, you know, I said it nicer. Well, but, um, but you were waffling because you were asking me, too. And I was kind of telling waffling. you, let's... Don't go. I think you should wait. I'm like, I err on the side of caution. I'm misconservative. So, yeah, I was telling you to wait, too. I was kind of surprised you went. I, I didn't think you would. I thought you were... Gonna... Well, I had the two ladies, and one of them's a nurse, Marianne and Debbie. Debbie and I were both kind of... We were sort of the planners of the trip, and... We both, I told her, I said, I don't know if this is the best idea. You know, we could get stuck there. I said, I'm not as worried about the virus because there were only 20 cases there Mm -hmm. at the time. So, and there were already like 150 here in L.A. So I said, well, it's probably going to be very clean over there. Open air would probably be safer Mm -hmm. instead of here. But I said, but it might be that things are going to get a little crazy and we don't know what's going to happen with flights back if they're going to start quarantining people because because it was a it was a saturday to saturday trip Mm -hmm. and then saturday the 15th or 14th Mm -hmm. yeah 14th is saturday because that's the day we went whale watching 
And that was my, yeah, last kind of day out. We went, Dave organized it as a pre-birthday thing. And we went out to dinner. Oh, my God. Wait a second. What? In two days, it's your birthday. Uh, Yours and mom's birthday. Yeah. God darn it. I have all your stuff, but it's, I have to quarantine my stuff because I, it can't be received by people. That's fine. So. <laughs> you just said, call just, darn it. You are well, you a dork. To cuss you are You're a dorkus and dinkus. Dinkus and dork. Dorkus and dinkus. Join our club. <laughs> dorkus and dinkus. We don't say curse words. We say, call <laughs> darn it when we have a birthday. Call <laughs> darn it. Call darn it. They almost forgot. Dorkus and dinks. Well, dinkus but we, we celebrated already. We did our celebration all together the week before which we did in LA and we'll talk about that's going to be our next episode we're going to release it after the fact we felt it was more apropos to talk about current events and so we're doing this you're a dork you just I know I did I said it I like it too though I heard myself say it secretly like that word too apropos but it's appropriate I'd rather say appropriate but sometimes my mouth goes apropos I don't know yeah well don't keep saying I'm sorry so anyway back to costa rica Mm -hmm. so you decided to go amidst all the warnings and heed and yeah but it was the same way i felt when we went to iraq and it was during the war with the film group it was the gulf second one and i i said it feels like we're going off to war and i told that to debbie i said it feels like we're going off into it maybe we won't come back so yeah once again it's like i can't have a friggin relaxed vacation ever there's always <laughs> really i just wanted to go to hawaii originally and then we said costa rica and then i'm like here we go again we're going into it yeah yeah it's like i just can't stay away from adventure and death right. possible death around the corner <laughs> can we do so a whatever. future episode about your iraq trip because i never really yes. did hear what happened i mean that was a long time ago but could we do that I would like to. Yeah, AK-47s okay. under the seat. We went and shotguns into a mountain. We went to checkpoints. What? Another by the skin of your teeth. Anyway, oh next, God. another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so yeah, we went. We decided, Marianne was a real, uh, like, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. And, and she's the nurse, Marianne's right? Marianne's my friend. Yeah. Okay. And she was saying it's not as bad as we think. And, and it's fine. You know, at the time, I guess... Whatever, I'm not going to get into Should any we of the listen? details except... You you did some recording. Should we listen to the recordings together? Yeah, let's listen to us, we three ladies, talking in the car in Costa Rica. I think here we were probably driving from a beautiful beach area called La Tortugas, Tor- which is where the sea turtles lay their Tortugas. eggs. It's on the Pacific coast. So, yep, Good. that's right. Tortuga. La Tortuga. All right. And... Um, we were driving two and a half hours over to the lovely area of Monteverde, which is the cloud forest in Costa Rica. These are some hit places. You might have heard of them. We're in the car. What's so funny? I, I just, I like hit things. Hit things you might have heard of. You, you've said that before. I've got some pizzazz. I'm a real boom up hip bow. Dorcas and Tinkus. Dinkus and Dork. Dorcas and Tinkus playing a clip. Go. Hello, everybody. We are in beautiful Costa Rica. Can you believe it? Yippee! And we are here in the middle of a crazy pandemic. Woo! Boo! We uh, heard about all the news and decided to come anyway. Due to our favorite adventure pup, Marion Smith, who talked us all into it, which is good. 
I met with Debbie Fawcett, who was also very willing. I'm a little more on the nervous Nelly side, but then Debbie has these pills called <laughs> Clonopin, and it's helped immensely. So right now I could go anywhere. It's great. But um, what is your feeling about what's going on in the state of the world? We'll just do a little quickie about what, how do we feel about being here? What's going on here versus what's going on at home? Take it. Debra. Hello, Jules and Joelle. Well, mouse and weans, otherwise known as mouse and weans. Mouse and weans. <laughs> as Julianne said, we had some reservations about coming here, and Marianne talked us off the ledge. <laughs> I was probably a little bit fearful because I'm a little bit older, and of course, all the fear mongers talk about if you're elderly, and they said, Debbie, you're not elderly. Come on, let's go. So I actually bought health insurance in case I got sick and got stuck in the hospital here. How dumb is that? But it may turn out that I get trip interruption coverage because yeah. we're cutting our trip short. So, so how not dumb is that? Might have been the best thing I did. So I think they're treating it here precautiously, but they're also saying, you know, let's get on with life. They are shutting down some activities. I think that might be in part due to lack of tourism as much as maybe the virus itself. Yeah, nobody's here. It's like 85% cancellations coming here, right? Yeah, the hotel was almost a ghost town. I, It was, you know, but um, life goes on, and I think we will overcome. And I don't know what to say is going to be back in America because I've been trying to ignore it. Um, I just think that we made the best decision to come. I have no regrets. Going home early, I'm a little bit bummed because I think probably would have been the same difference but we made a decision based on where everybody's comfort zone was so which was partially me and I'm sorry I was looking at all the texts and everything from friends and from the president was shutting down borders we weren't sure if we can get out friends stick together and friends don't let friends drive fearful (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like I partially cut the trip I'm so sorry and we all made a decision and it was it was a three-way decision and it's good. We're going, and, you know, it may be the best decision because two days from now, maybe we can't skip it. We just don't know. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So that's my Pura Vida. Pura Vida is the word that it means everything wonderful here with the Costa Ricans. They taught us that. Pura Vida. What does it mean? Pure life. Pure life. We it's love it. Right. We love it. All right. What do you think, Marianne? Oh, um, Marianne, I came along the trip because we had it plan prior to um, knowing about the virus and and we made a decision I'm, I'm a go-getter I really don't live life in any kind of fear which might make me a little bit more risky and um, maybe getting more accidents so far so good <laughs> almost been in 12 but she's pulled it off man <laughs> okay but um, so I, I came because I didn't want to waste um, the, the plans. I felt like we couldn't recover it. And I know the virus is not harmful or, or um, there's no high casualty rate to people that are healthy. I'm a nurse. I know it, the symptoms. I know that this is something that they should. I feel like our world should have focused on anyone who got sick to be isolate it stay home follow precautions for difficulty breathing go to the emergency room and we could have put out an announcement to tell the world do not use hospitals unless it really really is an emergency 
it's easier to work on the people that have the symptoms rather than try to control 7 billion people. This is a time to come together and share our resources, not hoarding the toilet paper. <laughs> because it's like the guy on TV said, you take all the sanitizer and the guy next to you has none, and then he's sick. Very interesting, a human behavior study. So we'll come out of this uh, with tans and hopefully uh, not with the virus. I started with a tan. Look at that guy, he just blew past everybody. Can I tell you one beautiful moment too yes. was walking on the beach in Playa Grande and coming across uh, uh, leatherback turtle tracks of a, a mama turtle that had just laid her eggs and the beauty of following her tracks to where she dug her eggs and then her tracks out to the ocean just fading into the water. It was a really, it, it was a pure Veda moment. It made it all worth coming. And on that note, signing off, pure Veda. Wow. So that was, those were opinions. I know. Gosh. So you guys were driving along. Was it like just beautiful? Did you love it? Was it nice weather? Tell me about Costa Rica. I've never been. I keep hearing about it. After these virus talks? Well, I just am curious. It was pretty, okay. right? I mean, even yeah, though you no, were having... everything was, it was a beautiful experience. We went from San Jose over to the Pacific Coast side. So that was the beach, the La Tortugas, and it was a four-hour drive from the San Jose airport, and then we stayed there for two nights, and that was very beachy and beautiful, and 85-degree weather, a lot of surfers. It's a hot spot for surfing. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you just say surfing? I like that. Surfing. Surfing. Surfing safari. <laughs> Let's go Don't surfing Don't you say now. surfing? Yeah, I'm just yeah. looking at a picture of Brian Wilson right now, too. I don't know. It just says, I say surfing. Sur- I mean, I say surfing. Sorry. See? See? <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's happening there. That was a very beautiful beach, and you get in, and the water's so warm. It's squishy. Mm. And then we went to another beach that was close to there that was, uh, oh, I forget the name, Playa Poncho, Concho, something. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> What is it, dude? Uh, it was all a shell beach. Shells. Joelle's. Shells. Gorgeous. And then I was trying to enjoy the beautiful shell beach where they had $10 massages on the beach. They had little, like, pop-up 10 by 10 uh, tents that, you know, you pop up. And they had one guy selling, like, booze and coconuts. And they stick a straw in it. And they sell that. And then, like, a Sounds pineapple, good. stick a straw in it. And then a la- couple ladies rubbing you down and then um little stands and that was beautiful and shells and dorkling snorkeling (laughs) and that was right when you text me that the president of costa rica no it's good that you did you would text me and i was trying not to look at all this you kept sending me stuff which was very sweet i'm sorry i was in a place i was in a moment place and i felt very maternal towards you you're my little sister. I had to, like, you know, warn you about everything that was happening. And so I kept yes. sending you things I was finding. I'm sorry. Yeah, like uh, probably seven or eight things a day about what was Dude, happening. Dude, it wasn't that bad. I can look back. I was okay, trying to, like, lay off, but 
Okay. I also wanted you to be informed. I didn't want you to be without information because they were talking about shutting. Anyway, go ahead. I know. Well, that was uh, right before my massage. You <laughs> sent me the thing about <laughs> shutting down the borders of Costa Rica to Did I really? Was that in. the timing? <laughs> it was the exact time. I was about to go get a massage and I got the news and I'm sitting on the beach and I went, ah, oh, fudge. And I go, okay. And they had just gotten their two massages and I... Right. This is before okay. or after the clonopin. When did you have to start taking the drugs? After this, I started oh. taking Debbie's clonopin. At oh, the second, no. like after this, I said, "You better give me some of those pills," <laughs> because at that point they were shutting the borders to everyone coming in to the country. But they said U.S. folks can get out. Although that started to change as the days were passing. Here's what happened: I bummed out everybody because I said. They said, okay, let's compromise. We won't go home tomorrow since we've only been here two days. We will go home on we will go Thursday. Wuhan. <laughs> See, I'm already getting my anxiety. Where's a clot of pin? Oh, God. But uh, those are interesting, by the way. Really? It's, have you ever tried anti-anxiety meds? Hoo-wee. No. Boy, do you get well, horny. No. I've had one. What was it? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, once. But yeah, reptile brain. It hits me, and I go right to joie de vivre. I'm like, real. Here we go. I'm relaxed, and it's time to dance with the local guy. (laughs) (laughs) Was that the picture with the bartender? Oh yeah, dude. You sent me that picture. I'm like, you are not six feet away from him. You are cheek to cheek. What are you doing? He was was... a very handsome young man. Uh, He was, but call me. Did anything happen? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Really? Well, no. What? Did well, you? Did, did you? I? I don't Tongue know. tangle? Maybe? Was there tangling of tongues? Ah. Uh-huh. Little Someone iguana had... lizard tongue? Lizard like brain? Pina colonas. Oh, <laughs> dumb. Dumb joke. Pina okay, corona? anyway. <laughs> so stupid. That was the stupidest thing. Of... Can we get through a sentence? Okay, yes. so to close out this story. Nothing happened. There was no iguana <laughs> tongue tangling. Um, but that was right after the Shell Beach was that picture because we went to a restaurant right down the street. And mm-hmm. we had changed the tickets. We're coming back Thursday. I uh, got less anxious. We looked at the sunset. And uh, I did a cheek-to-cheek dance with the local restaurateur. Uh-huh. And uh, he was cute. His name was Raphael, by the way. Did you kiss him? No, he was really sweaty. That was the only thing. Oh. <laughs> He Don't really... get around any fluids. No liquids coming from any I orifices. wasn't. I didn't touch the guys. Okay. Didn't t- Oh, we shook hands. That's right. You were cheek But you know cheek. what I... I have a cheek picture of you <laughs> with him. Come on. I don't remember. I don't remember that part. I'm going to do a nice little shout out. We have a couple of shout outs, actually. In fact, let's enter our promo here of our good friends at Book of Lies uh, podcast. Book of Lies podcast. These girls are awesome. They're sisters like us. And they say it like it is. And we love them. So let's listen to Book of Lies. Here we go. Hi, I'm Sunny Hepburn. And I'm Brandy Fleeks. And this is Book Book of Lies, Lies, the podcast, where we discuss liars, cheats, and thieves, scammers, and dirty, rotten scoundrels. So tune in for new episodes every Tuesday to hear about another low-down, dirty liar. And learn how to spot them. So that's Book of Lies podcast, 
Find us on your favorite podcast player or on Twitter at Book of Lies Pod, on Instagram at Book of Lies Podcast, and on Facebook at Book of Lies Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, send us one at Book of Lies Podcast at gmail.com. Okay? Bye bye. Okay, Book of Lies, you guys, you have I to love them. them. They're awesome. They're so good. And we have a couple other shout outs really quick. We have Christy Kay from Unpredictably Us podcast. They are two moms that go on adventures and talk about whatever comes up. And they're awesome. They've got lots of fun podcast episodes to listen to. So please listen to Unpredictably Us. Christy, you're the best. And our good friend Dana. We have Dana listening. And thank you, Dana. These two are patrons, so you guys, if you want to be patrons of Mouseweens, that keeps us afloat. We appreciate it very much, and Dana, we know you're going through stuff. We are too with all this quarantine business, and you know what? Dana's on the front lines. He is um, working on site with people that need it, and we appreciate him so much. So you guys, shout out to Dana. Thank, Thank you, Dana. You for supporting us and we love you and, we and just so people know patreon is where you pay for the couple of our hidden like saucy episodes so That's right. patreon is a paid uh website right so you know. right that helps patreon.com that's bitches. right patreon.com <laughs> just kidding awkward i love you i love you <laughs> I tingled a little. Oh, can we talk Did about you? how you tingled a oh, little? Oh, God. Come on. Right? Just a tiny Why bit. Why do we have to go to poo poo bee bee stuff? <laughs> Why? Because you had a little moment. We're grown can women. You, can you just... Okay. Yes. Okay. So I we know. were in Monteverde, folks. Monteverde. <laughs> And we decided, so we did the night hike, first night we were there. I had pre-booked this at home, folks, pre-booked. And we did a night hike. We met with a guy named Almond. And uh, Wait, how do you spell Almond? Like the I'm, nut? I don't know, Joe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to spell it? I have no idea. I, mean, I just assumed it was Almond, but maybe you're saying something different. I don't well, know. Al- Almond, Almond Brothers? I don't know. Almond? Maybe. Okay. I just know that that was his name. I didn't okay. Go ahead. Try to analyze it with you. Okay. And then we went there and we went on a night hike and he pointed out there were probably 10 people on this hike. A couple of Frenchies. There were a couple people from London. There were, oh man. Were you keeping a six foot myself. distance? No. I just forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I just... Sorry. Kissing bartenders, well, seeing tarantulas with I didn't French, kiss them. Frenchies. I don't yeah. know. Just cheek kissing. It was open air, open air. We'll just say that I think right. things would have blown mm-hmm. south, hopefully. All right. Um, so we saw a lot of things. An actual tarantula that is the kind that you see on the movies, such as the Brady Bunch episode where they go to Hawaii where Peter Brady gets a yeah. tarantula on his chest. Those are the common tarantulas yeah. that you see on films. But this was in a hole in the ground in the wild. It was this crazy. It was happy. blue. Like, that wasn't a filter. That was real. It was blue. It was real, but I think that might have been the flash. It was just the hairy Ugh. guys that you see with orange legs. You it was know? so awful. No, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to look it up. I think it was Platavark. Um, We had a friend, Phil Rude. He's our buddy. 
um, commented on what that was that you saw too. Where was that? So that wasn't on the hike when you saw the little. That was when creature. we went to the zip line. We went to a zip line. Um, it was really cool the next day, and I have not experienced a zip line in my life. So it was you do ten different zip lines, and yeah. they start you small, and they zip you down, and the one towards the end, the more uh, risque one was the one where they call it Superman. So you're <laughs> Instead of what? What's just funny? think of a risque one like you're just what stripped off and like spread eagle going, Wow Can you imagine doing naked zip lining? Twink out just like here I go. Just your hairy tarantula hanging out with your big old long boobs, big old pancakes flapping in the wind. Yeah, there's certain things Blue you should tarantula not do naked. coming in. It's Watch in- out, almond, here I go. It's in his proper environment in nature. So anyway, they swung my hairy tarantula down the line for the Superman where they hook you. They hook your back onto the line and you put your arms out. Okay. That's the Superman part of this business. And they catch you. They they zip you down. That one actually really hurt because, but it's a long zip. You were above the treetops. It was kind of scary. You had no way of, if something happened, you were shit out of luck. You would just fall 150 feet. Dude, I know. We did this in uh, Puerto Vallarta with the kids, and it is scary. You kind of, yeah, do your zip, 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 10 about. And at the end, that's funny, because we had a little, like, zoo thing, too, where we saw all these exotic animals, and we got to go in the cage and feed them and monkeys and stuff like that, so... It's a tourist wow. thing, so that yeah. would make sense. But then, so my favorite one, because I love stomach-droppy things, like the ones that we have been to together mm-hmm. at the amusement parks, the ones that you drop. Yes. So like the Tower of Terror, whatever, the new one. You, you do. Know, You're a thrill seeker. You like that adrenaline rush. But I like the stomach drop. I don't like the zip across. Those are That wasn't fun to me, but the one there was a Tarzan swing where you swung down, maybe it was... 80 feet or something and they hook you up and you swing out to the ground and that was the one where your stomach goes and also I did the thing that I don't it's very embarrassing you tooted no what oh no I cursed in the Tourette's way where everybody else just goes wahoo and I was like Jesus fudge bullshit and cursed the whole way down. And these nice little, you know, Frenchie couples and things down below, they're just like, ah. And it's embarrassing. I don't know why it happens. But right? Like the snowboard time. <laughs> you do. Every time we go snowboarding or even softball, when you would have like a bad hit when we worked together in biotech. Motherfucker! Like you would just—I don't know why it's embarrassing, and it only comes out in moments of panic or you know. What is that? I don't know. It just all gets bottled up because you have to repress it all day, and then suddenly, in some moment of Tarzan swinging, it (laughs) just comes out anyway. (laughs) So I'll post a video. A video? A video. I have video of my two girlfriends doing it, so I'll put what it is on there and it's really fun that was super fun so cool all right can we post links too to where you went like can we get a little itinerary for anyone who wants to go to costa rica we can like give you a little yes okay good because i want to go someday i would love for you to go you and the kids would have a great time it's super fun and 
there's so much to explore that we didn't get to explore. I want to spend yeah. all the time in the jungle. We were going to go to Arnold, which is the big vault. The <laughs> Who knows about the volcano? When you <laughs> sing, sometimes it comes out okay. Have you done that? When you can't speak, oh, you sing. I thought you were going to stay on the edge of the volcano. Wasn't that one of your hotel rooms or something? Yes. Oh. Didn't make it. Didn't oh, happen. We I'm came sorry. back early. That's and when we came back, we got, we went to the airport and they had uh, El Salvador was our connecting flight, which they closed oh. the borders of El Salvador. So we had no con- connecting flight. And then they had one flight out of Mexico where we can connect in Mexico and go back to one LA. Flight one out. flight. And we said, Dude. we'll take it. We'll buy it. So we had to pay 500 bucks each <gasps> to buy our flight to. Uh, out of Mexico, we, otherwise we'd be stuck. And and that next just... day they closed the borders of Mexico. Dude, thank you. It's not even you're the one that gave me the information. I'm sorry, so overprotective big sister over here. I'm sorry. I just I had to send you the information. You got us home, information. Joe. You brought I sent us you home. Every single time I'd send you something, you I'd saved also send... Ryan's privates. Save your... <laughs> <laughs> I would send a picture of Debbie Downer too. I'm like, I know, I know. I'm killing your vibe. I'm, I'm every text horrible... went. I know. With the picture of SNL Debbie Downer. I know. Hey Joe, Sorry. let's okay. So let's throw in the guy who's talking about Costa Rica. You want to throw in his clip yeah, yeah, yeah. About let's tourism and stuff. Yes, we'll do that, and then let's get to you. Ready and start. Okay, so I am here in the Costa Rican airport, San Jose, with my good friend David, and we're getting a perspective of this crazy, crazy coronavirus from someone who lives in Costa Rica. So, what were you saying, like the economy and what's happening? Well, in here in these cases, in this case, we are gonna be broke because our our economy depends around forty percent of the tourism, and actually, we can imagine that in two weeks, maybe three weeks, there is nobody here at the at the airport and even outside of the streets getting the tourism or getting vacations here, and that's really sad for us because we are really worried where because we. Uh, for us, the economy from Costa Rica depends really, really healthily from the, the Americans. Are you worried yourself about the virus? Everybody is a crazy, crazy scare. Maybe not only for the virus, maybe in my personal case for the economy, because we don't know how to pick, how to pick up the economy later on this, right? That's the big problem for us. There he is. All right. That's uh, that's that's our guy, David. 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 I married he was a, a David. Very sweet guy. Yes, he My did. David is um, not as sweet. No, I'm kidding. He's great. Hey, he, no, but, you got mad. You let's talk about that. We yesterday you were really, really, really upset about yeah, all of this I know. virus. Stuff. You were my one person for whatever reason. It just happened to be an off day for everybody else. Everybody just kind of went off social media. Nobody was responding to texts. I was I was having a funky day. It just hit me hard all of a sudden. And it was the same day that I started having these like symptoms of a sore throat. I started having this weird deep cough. I swore to God, it, it felt like it was deep in my lungs. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I went to that one grocery store. I caught it. I touched that cereal box. And I, I have it. I have, I have it. And I was convinced I had it, and I went down this deep, dark rabbit corona hole, and um, 
nobody understood. There was no one replying to me. You weren't replying. Mom well, was because replying. <laughs> Sorry. I, none of my friends were replying. I was like, ah. And then, I think and it was like a news overwhelmed day where there was, was just like. Also, you had your Zoom call with your girlfriends that had been going every day, right? Where you guys check in with each other. Every you talk about other information day. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that day we, we were in, on an off day and it was fine. But it was also the same day that I saw the video of the kid from uh, New Amsterdam who was a coworker of our cousin who came out with his news. Uh, that Our Daniel- cousin Ryan is the star of New Amsterdam, the TV show. So this was his co-star that got the virus. Right, Daniel De Kim, and he, I saw that he announced something, and so, of course, I'm interested, because I'm just interested, and he said, you guys should watch it, so just go to the Daniel De Kim announcement, and I think he's on Facebook or whatever, and yeah, he said he was pulled onto a medical show, and then at the very end of the video, he finally says, it's New Amsterdam, and I was like, oh my god, I knew it, I knew it, and so I'm like texting. You sent that video to us, but you just, all you wrote was fudge exclamation yeah. point exclamation point and i think it was like i didn't watch it because i was like oh man i don't want to hear about some yeah. terrible story but no I one know. got back to you and you got Nobody sad got because back now to me. it's close to home and i'm like going down the spiral and i i text all our aunts and uncles i text ryan i'm texting everybody nobody's writing back it's just like an off day for everybody and with reason everyone's going through their stuff but that just sent me into this panic with these symptoms, and I fucking lost it. I found we had, like, two weird masks, these whatever they're called, N95 virus masks that some construction workers left behind when they built our house. And for whatever reason, because I'm kind of a pseudo hoarder, I saved them in some cabinet. So I found them. I dusted them off. I wore it while I was cooking dinner. And the kids were like, Mom, what are you doing? And I'm like... Does anyone have a picture might, of this? No. Oh, like, so good. I'm, I'm, I might have the virus. I'm not sure. I just don't feel 100%, so I'm just going to wear this just in case. And I'm trying not to worry the kids, but they were like, and everything got really solemn and quiet. And Dave was just like, he was kind of waffling somewhere between understanding and then like, what the fuck is your problem? He was just a little like, come on, you're so dramatic and you want to be a part of this thing and you're isolated no one's talking to you so you're trying to be dramatic and he uh, overreacted a little that way and I was I was really feeling it I really was this was pseudo I don't know if it was a panic attack or what but anyway I uh yeah kind of I found finally I talked to you and you talked me off the ledge I broke down crying you were my one person that I could talk to thank you weens that sorry, I, no, that's rough. It's just, it was weird. It's like, what off- do you think? It was it just being just overloaded, and all of those things came together. Yeah, you- and I was, I was trying to stay. I think it's just being a control freak person. I'm type A. I'm the, I'm the one that holds everything together, right? I'm like the mom and the, the worker and the volunteer, and like I got this. I got this. Any crisis, I got it. I'm here, and. That day, I just didn't have it. I don't know. Everybody was offline, and it just hit me that I don't have the answers. The kids kept asking me, Mom, when do we go back to school? Because with my three, you know, high school, middle school, third grade, they're all very social and wanting to know what when 
what's going on? What's going to, I don't have any answers. That's the hard part. So I just, it just hit me. I didn't, I kept not having the answers. It was like, I don't know, day, I think it had been a week, right? Yeah, because I took them out of school Friday or Monday. Anyway, and that really um, was a lot for a control person to not have any control. It was a lot. And to not have any answers and to not have any feedback, it just, like, knocked me down. And so that night, I hung up with you. You were great. You let me cry it out a little, and I got out my feelings. And then I went upstairs, and I was just like, you just go to bed, and you want to, like, curl up with your person and just, like, feel comforted. And so I wanted that. And I went up to him and asked, like, dude, just... This is a lot. What's going on? And it was very much like lackadaisical, like, no big deal. Come on, settle down. And I yelled at him and was like, basically, I was like, fuck you, you know? And he was like, well, fuck you. It just turned into that. It was that, like, bottom line. There was some couch sleeping. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He didn't Which could be good. I mean, it's just a really... It was heated time and all these emotions are coming up and and I I can see it from my like both points of view right I was in it and I just wanted someone to hug me and tell me it was going to be okay that's all I wanted and he was like in a different place he just didn't see that I needed that he didn't understand it and he okay but I'm just going to say something for all men out there who might be listening yeah when stuff like this is going on like we don't need information as women. We don't need to be talked down. You just want to be hugged. That's it. That's all we want. Totally. And some guys just don't Fudge. understand that. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 That was it. That was all I wanted. I just wanted a cuddle. I wanted to be held. I wanted to know it was going to be okay. I got it. You and I were together. It's all good. And I didn't have it. And it became a fuck you, fuck you. And I went and slept in the guest room that night. And that sucks. And yeah. And he didn't didn't realize it till the morning, and we apologized. He apologized, and I was like, "Well, yeah." And he was like, "I'm sorry, I didn't know." And because I called him a robot, and he's like, "Yeah, don't call." <laughs> he's he's very logical, yeah. and I get it. So we made up. Everything was okay, and we're back on track. And everything's fine. But fuck, and and now I'm happy. It's weird. It like goes in these cycles of just wherever you are with the information, and yeah. I don't know. I know. I'm sure it's people hard. are it's... feeling this too. And and we're not that hard hit here in San Diego. You are more in LA. Like you know people personally. Like you're two people removed from people who have died. And there's like trauma centers set up down the street. And it's crazy where you are. And I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. And it's hard. I feel like we're, oh, pretty, pretty princess sitting on your cloud, like worried. But, but. It, it's it's fairly close, you know? It's scary. And I don't know. So our heart, my heart, I'll speak for me. My heart goes out to anyone who's dealing with this at a personal level. And we're all dealing with this because it's affecting everybody. Yeah. But I, 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 my my heart hurts. Literally, it's squeezing. Like, I feel like I can't breathe very well knowing the people out there are really hurting. And there's that. So, yeah. yeah. I'm so sorry for anyone affected by this. And, mm. you know, we'll get through it. We will, because we all bounce back. We're a strong group of people, and it does bring out good sides of humanity. Bad, too, with the t- 
toilet paper, but good sides too, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's hard. It's just so much, and I think, I think a lot of people have are having these waves of emotions that they just get into a panic, or they get super emotional, or they get super protective, or they just want to want comedy and relief, and then they go back to. Right. Looking at all the facts and getting overwhelmed. It's just so so many emotions are coming up for everyone. Yeah. The back and forth Joe, is crazy. you're just such a sweet person. You <sighs> just want to take care of everybody. I That's... do. I really do. And it's here we go. It is hard. It's hard to like be that person that has it all together for everybody. And I don't right now, you know, and I'm trying to, and I'm trying to be positive and trying to be fun and entertaining and all those things, but yeah, you know, there's a lot of unknowns, so it's hard and it's hard trying to put on a face for the family and you have kids that are asking you every day, when are we going back to school and what's going on? It's really hard. When you don't know. I know. Yeah. And so I'm... I'm sorry. I'm trying to... Thank you. To create these, like, little daily routines. I just want to keep it routine so that they feel like it's a little bit normal. Like, we have PE and we have recess and we go to lunch and we get out at three and the bell rings and I make a big... I make a noise <laughs> when yeah. the bell rings. So it feels normal, you know. But, oh. So uh, you're doing a great job. You're... <laughs> And you know it was cool when you had said, you go, this is my wheelhouse. Like, I could do this. This is yeah. really what I love to do. I can give them structure. I can teach them, like, cool subjects. And yeah. it was neat to hear you get really excited about being a good teacher to them. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. This is just <sighs> so – it's scary. This is really freaking scary and and – there are so yeah. many unknowns. It's hard to, I mean, we're quarantined. We're not supposed to be going outside. How weird is that? And when I was yeah. in Costa Rica, I was hearing, like, it's turning into martial law. We might have, like, we're sending in the National Guard soon. You might not, we might have a curfew where you can't yeah. leave your house. And then I was starting to think of, you know, World War World War, World War Two. <laughs> And yeah. like ration lines, are we gonna have bread lines? And I know, I know, ration, it feels like, like that. Yeah, like I stocked up on lentils. I fucking cooked millet today because it's from Africa. We did a whole study on Africa. I asked the kids what they wanted to learn about. They wanted to learn about Africa. I'm like, okay, we'll cook really? our millet. And I did. I grabbed all these weird grains and like legumes off the shelf that I normally wouldn't. And it's cool. I have my one 12 pack of toilet paper. I didn't hoard, but I did share. Somebody Good. reached out yesterday and was like, I'm out of toilet paper. And I left some on my porch and they came by and got Aww. it. So, yeah, we're, but I got a bidet too. That was my big news. I did order a bidet a long time ago. It's been on my Amazon wish list for five years. That's I finally- great. I remember seeing that $500 ass cleaner saying, Who's going to buy that for you? <laughs> I got it. It was $200 at. Costco oh. is my big 48th birthday uh, wish list moment, and I um, I did it and right Yay. in time because it came like one day late and good old Costco.com. So I now am I can all for the bidet. 
Yeah, you know, and I'm trying, I'm not, I like run upstairs anytime I have to go to the bathroom, then I don't have to use toilet paper. I'm saving trees. It feels, I, I'm so squeaky clean. It's great. Will so. you tell the kids about that too? So they, because, you know, sometimes kids have a harder time uh, right? getting things out of their shorts. Yes. So. This is <laughs> tell great... me about it. I know. <laughs> OxyClean and me are good friends. And yeah, oh. it's an issue. Uh, yeah. That's good. There are solutions. Yay. How are you feeling? Because, I mean, I have my whole family here. I worry about you a little because you're alone and I know you're, just back so it feels good like right now but what if we're on quarantine till like the end of april or something are you gonna be okay i'm gonna be writing a lot of love songs i know (laughs) i know all the creations i can't wait to see i'm kind of excited really you are you're not gonna well i see enough people i have enough friends and we do facetime and phone calls and we're doing zoom meetings sometimes okay good so I feel like it, I have friends that are doing hikes in Griffith Park, which is my hikes favorite thing to do. Hikes six feet apart. Yes. I heard that L.A. is awful. People are like six wide. It They're going to shut bad. down all the parking lots and because people aren't listening to the rules. And the whole parking lot was filled at Griffith Park. I go over. I'm not yeah. going to say where I go in case there's weirdos listening. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, there. I mean, we were trying to stick to the social distancing, but then you start talking and you start kind of moving a little closer. But uh, so I don't know. Yeah. It just the six feet apart thing. Definitely. I could see people squeezing up together and then you have to pass people on some of the skinnier trails and everybody's out there. The parking lot is full, full, full. Yeah. And cause nobody, there's nothing else to do. So everyone's right. going into beaches and nature and yeah. It's kind of so, nice, right? Isn't it a cool awakening a little bit? Like I love, I mean, you see families together that I've never seen families on trails together i have to tell you the kids it really is kind of cool they're loving they're i shouldn't say loving because they miss their friends but they do zoom and do xbox you know video games and do all the live stuff but they kind of are digging hanging out with mom dad i mean dave's working from home he's upstairs in his upstairs office i'm downstairs doing school and we have lunch break together. We have dinner together. We do feel like I think they're all out in the hot tub right now. They're waiting for me. But I was like, Aww. I'm recording. But it's it's cute. We're doing lots of stuff together. And they're they're happy. It's weird. So if there's it's, a positive lesson, it's like we have yeah. to stop working so much all the time yeah. and being away, especially with the kids, I think. But, you know. Yeah. Getting back to <laughs> basics a little. I know. Who it am is I nice. To say, although I really do want to shift something, so this is a time of shifting, maybe to create more of that. And I hope it's something that doesn't just go back to normal. I hope we don't just go back to crazy workaholic culture after this. I know, I know. I think about that too. Yeah, I'm sure if it will. Can be I mean, well, and with the economy, everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, we have to make up for stuff. So. We're coming from a privileged point of view. But it doesn't it make you want to get back to the, I want to grow my own food. This is what yes. people might start doing because they're starting to do it now is get 100%. back in the gardens, grow your own food, yes. like be more self-sufficient. Totally. I started this whole thing with homeschooling and garden videos because that's what I do at the school. I'm like the volunteer garden lady. And yeah, so I started this whole thing. I'm like, okay, guys, tune in today. We're going to learn how to make compost and all this stuff. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm fucking Laura Ingalls Wilder. So You've <laughs> always loved this. Little House I on do. the Prairie. This Here is you go. My, my wheelhouse. I really am. I'm prepared. I used to... Do you know? Did I ever tell you this? I used to I used to close my eyes 
and pretend like I was Mary, the older sister from oh, <laughs> Little House the on the Prairie. The blind one. The blind one and pretend like I was blind. So if I ever got scarlet fever, I could get around the house and I could still <gasps> do everything. I Joe. used to I used to prep and plan for becoming blind. <laughs> I'm oh, a prepper. No. I don't know what happened when that happened, but I am. Yeah. That's so, so cute. I'm ready. Well, I'm ready. If okay, I can just I mentally don't go get blind. through it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all good. Uh, but. Okay. So everybody, we love you. And yes. we hope that you're having fun or at least getting through this. You know, Trying to find the positive. Are, the silver lining. Yeah, looking for that. It's, it's a crazy time and we're all in it it is kind of nice knowing we're all connected kind of on a global level now and hopefully yeah. we can um come through this just fine a lot <sighs> of support out there what do you say yeah call us so. call in we'll talk to you we'll bring you on the show we'll uh i know. You know we'll be your friend do please call in and check all of our social media everything's at mouse and ween spell it out and our big mission Oh, sorry. You were trying to do it. stuff. You got it. Uh, we want to help people who are lonely. So if you're lonely, reach out to us. We'll 100%. hang out. Yes. Talk to you. This is the big picture. Okay. For sure. For sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, we want to be your friends. So Okay, plug. All right. That's it. That's the plug. At mouseandweens.com, patreon.com, if you feel like supporting. I know this is a tough time, so we're not expecting anything. It's out there. Extra stuff on Patreon. Um. I don't know. Give to your local charities. Help people out. Give toilet paper. Put it on on your front porch. Go to nextdoor.com and be a helper. Click help. There's a new button, a new feature. And if you're somebody in your neighborhood who can say, hey, if that little... Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. If that little person next to me needs to go to the pharmacy to get their medicine, but they're afraid... Be that person, you know. I I did it. It's cool. We have a sweet little lady who lives up the street, and she doesn't really have a whole lot of people, and so we're that person for her, and yeah. that's nice. So be that. That's awesome. And as Mister Rogers, because I love Mister Rogers, as do you, as do Fred. many people. Yeah. His mother, Fred, his mom said, uh, in times of crisis, when everyone's freaking out, look for the people who are helping. So. That's right. Yeah. Maybe we could do that as we're scared ourselves. We can uh, look to reach out to others. It gets you out of your own fear. Won't you be? Won't you be? Won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> there was a little peaky out of my mom's Twinkie on March 25th, the day she existed. What a day to be gay. She was birthed on my mom's birthday today. Oh, what a day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. It's their birthday. My mom and sister's birthday. Mouse wanted a simple life like blind Mary From Little House on the Prairie Now she's got her dream She's quarantined From day one they both use sanitized tissues This feeds into their great control issues But they were much cleaner Than the dirty wiener Oh what a day Happy birthday 
It's my mom and sister's birthday today. Hooray! Oh, happy birthday. It's my mom and sister's birthday. Oh, happy birthday today. Hooray! My mom is still in Idaho. Most the virus is frozen in the snow along with crap load of potatoes before she kisses her cowboy husband so sweet she soaks his sam elliott mustache and clorox bleach she kills the germs and also removes last night's meat oh, vegetarian. oh happy birthday to these wonderful ladies oh, happy birthday sorry the world's so crazy right now happy birthday Hi, Joelle. It's Kari. Happy birthday! I bet you'll never forget this birthday, sheltered in place with your family. I'm thinking about you today. I um, just wanted to tell you that you are the best workout partner, gardening lady, podcaster, hostess with the mostest. You're tenderhearted, you're silly, and you're just the greatest friend a girl could ask for. You inspire me with your adventurous spirit and always be willing to try something new. I hope you have the best day. I hope your kids and family shower you with love and attention. And I can't wait to see you in person in the very near future. Love you. Bye. Happy birthday, Joelle. You're such an amazing friend. I love you so much. You're a great mom who gardens and schedules intense plans for her kids during the pandemic. And you're also that fun mom who gets us to do exciting things like going to the Korean day spa and Bollywood dancing. I love you. And I can't wait to toast you over Zoom on your birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, Miss Joelle. We love you. Love the Reynolds. Hi, Joelle. This is Daphne, and I want to wish you the happiest of birthdays. You are an amazing mother and friend and just all-around person. We have so much in common. We do the same work. We went to the same school. We have all these little touch points that are the same between the two of us. And even though I don't get to see you that often, I think about you a lot and ask myself, what would Joelle do in all sorts of situations? So I hope you have a great day and I love you so much. Bye. (laughs) 